Let's get it on. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or just so happen to find this recording, and welcome to the Marvel Men Podcast, where a bunch of us nerds talk all things related to the MCU 24-7-365. I'm your co-host, co Alex DiCarlo, joined by my other co-host, Zach Benicillo. Hey. And, of course, Mr. Tommy DeVito. Hello, coming to you from this part of the multiverse. <laughs> yeah, actually, what's funny is uh, we are actually uh, we are actually coming to you live from uh, from the nexus of all realities as of right now, which is uh, the center of the multiverse as we speak. Uh, actually, wait a minute. I don't think this is the I don't think this is the nexus of all. This doesn't. Wait a minute. Nexus? What? This kind of. Well, actually, what's funny? We're actually standing at the citadel from uh, while uh, while he who remains is uh. Just, just chilling not, dead in the corner. Yeah, he's uh, not not in the best of wear right now. But uh, so so basically, while we're here, we we would think of using this as office space. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> today we are going to be. This is our part two of our phase four rankings. If you haven't seen part, or sorry, not seen, listen to part one. Goes into it. There we rank the movies of phase four. Now it's time to rank the shows because because this because this time. Starting with the multiverse saga, Marvel did something different, and they added in shows. Now, yes, I know people are going to say, "Well, what about Agents of Shield and Agent Carter?" That's still a debate whether they're MCU canon or not. I'm sure that's going to spark. Yeah, debate. we're talking about the ones that I came agree with that one. Phase four. We too. had eight come out in Phase Four. We had starting off with WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, What If, Hawkeye, Moon Knight, she Ms. Marvel, and She Hulk: Attorney at Law. Oh yes, and oh. and like and like what he said from before about uh, about Agents of Shield and Agent Carter being, I th I think I can agree to to some of it. Um, for Agent Carter, given the fact that this is us, I, I think it's still set within uh the the, the six one six timeline. But for Agents of Shield, though, that that's a very different story. Because if you ask me, I I kind of think that kind of like branches off a little bit after um after season five. So uh, yeah. <laughs> so so technically it's part of the multiverse and and, and for those wondering and, and for those wondering but what about the netflix shows and what about the other shows that dropped on hulu um you can say this they're their own thing we can we can say for sure it takes place in that in that in that in that universe but it's still part of the marvel multiverse if you ask us yes either way everything has potential to come back in kang dynasty and secret wars Anyway, let's oh, yeah. get rocking and let's yeah, get rolling. Yeah. So, number Sorry. eight, I have She-Hulk Attorney at Law with a five out of ten. Unanimous. Uh, I agree with you. Yep, I agree as well. Yeah, like, I really wanted to like this show. I really did. But, like, it focused too much more on being a sitcom about superheroes than telling a cohesive narrative. Like, I feel like, especially when we get to the finale, like, I didn't mind that they broke the fourth wall. I really didn't mind that but i think like when it came to the finale all just a bunch of craziness was happening then all of a sudden it just stops and we see the disney plus menu and then i'm just thinking wait did something happen to my disney plus is there is there like an i don't issue think with my... yeah i thought there was an issue yeah, with my wi-fi the same thing yeah i'm like does something happen with my wi-fi or something because this that's happened to me before when when i have a wi-fi issue and i'm watching disney plus it takes me back to the menu then all of a sudden i see punch through and i see jen come through and, I go, and i'm like oh this is the episode oh oh this is a part of it oh my god like, 
like the only episode that I can say I can, I I would rewatch would be episode eight because of Matt Murdock, aka Daredevil, played by the man, the myth, the legend himself, Charlie Cox. Yep, that I that I can attest to, and also I uh, said too. Yeah, so I, I enjoyed Daredevil in 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 episode eight. Yeah, yeah. Zach. Zach, I could not agree with you more on this one. And also, yeah. uh, I th- I think some of the best episodes uh, that I've watched out of She-Hulk occurring at Law is uh is of course the premiere and the the final two episodes. I mean, uh, the rest of it, yeah, it was it was really it was really stale. Yeah, yeah like, I was honestly more best. interested in the stuff they set up with Hulk or like Bruce Banner on Sakaar because he comes back and we meet Scar, his son, and the comics. Who has probably the worst haircut I have ever seen in my life? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like, like, they like, have the original design. I was just like, I was just like what the uh, fuck? Uh, no, because the like, concept art had like, the design oh, of like the, the cable. I know. Look Why the would they do? It's, it's like half of his hair, like the half of his head is bald, and it's only on like the like the back part of his head. It's, it's like he's wearing a yarmulke. That's what oh his hair looks God. like, and, and it even looks like a. It looks like Ronaldo knows haircut. Ronaldo's haircut in the 2002 FIFA World Cup. Oh, oh my oh, god, dude, know. don't even remind me. Oh my god, I yeah, yeah, I, with that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, I let's, let's move, let's that. <laughs> I say, I say, let's move on before, uh, before we go really off the rails with this yeah, one. Yeah, although just one thing I do want to say though is that, like, I don't know how legit this is, but I saw a rumor somewhere that originally the villain was going to be the leader and that was going to lead us into Captain America 4. Which I'm not gonna which lie. Is of course title, which is of course titled Captain America New World Order, but uh that we'll save that for, uh, for our, we'll save that for our phase five predictions video. Yes. I mean, or episode actually. A hit and a miss, in my opinion. Yeah. Don't need to rewatch that ever again. Yeah. Me neither. It let's yeah, let's move on before uh, before this becomes a train wreck. Yep. Coming in at number seven, I have Ms. Marvel with a six out of ten. Same. Uh yeah, I actually have uh, "What If" season one as my number seven. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, and, uh, and 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 let me just say, let me just say this to the start. Um, okay, how can I how can I describe it? Um, great great writing. It's just that not so good execution. I mean, it was nice bringing back uh, some of the actors who played their roles and uh, bringing in new actors to fill in. The respective roles of roles of uh, of the characters who were previously portrayed in the MCU, but uh, I mean, I, I, if it was its own thing, yeah, I, I would have liked it more. But but just to just to put it just to put it in short terms, good writing, poor execution. That's all you get from me. Yeah, Ms. Marvel, I'd say. I like how it was different. Like, I like how like it dove into like Kamala's Muslim heritage, and I actually like that that they were very particular with the casting of Ms. Marvel with Iman Vellani. They made sure she had Pakistani heritage. Or like, I liked all that. Like, I didn't really think it deserved that much racist comments it got. I don't think it deserved wow. that. But like, I feel like story wise, it was all over the place. Like, it started out like, okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What happens when you when a, when a fan when a Marvel fangirl actually gets powers? That that's not okay. But then we got all over the place once we got to like and then the point with time traveling and just the villains of the Nur. I just did not find them very compelling. And also, we're gonna have to talk about the massive elephant in the room of Ms. Marvel. That 
they change the powers. Because basically, for those of you who don't know who Ms. Marvel is and your first time discovering the character was the show, her powers yeah. are nothing like a show worker. The, tr- the show had it like it was there were there were like she was essentially a green lantern generating crystals from a bangle. And then in the comics, she cannot do that at all. In the comics, she has polymorphing. She's like a combination of Ant-Man and Mr. Fantastic. So in layman's terms, in the comics, she's an inhuman. But and, in the oh, yeah, MCU, spoiler alert, she's a Spoiler mutant. for everything. If you haven't seen it, we're spoiling everything. Oh, yeah. You keep, keep forgetting to say that. Yeah, but yes, they made her a mutant, which, okay... But I feel like, I don't know, because then you also they introduced the Red Daggers, you had the Nerd, you had those whole other dimensions and stuff. It was just so confusing to keep up with, like, even as it was going from, like, week to week. And I also think what also was not that good for the show is that its release overlaps, like, the first couple episodes overlapped with the, um, they came out on the same day as the last couple episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi. And that was a show people have been waiting decades to see. So obviously, e- even I'm guilty of this. Like, like literally, like Wednesday mornings, I would wake up. I watch Obi Wan Kenobi first. I would not. I would wait to watch Ms. Marvel. I wouldn't. That wasn't like, oh, I'd watch this immediately. Like the rest of the shows. Mm-hmm. Zach, what say you? Okay, I agree with Tommy's Devito statements um, on Ms. Marvel. Uh, one thing I really enjoyed is how. It gave us into the past of India and Pakistan border thing. The partition? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's our number seven pick. Let's move on to number six, where uh, where I actually have Miss Marvel as my number six. It's actually funny because for my number six, I have What If, season one. And I have Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Ooh! Ooh. We haven't done before three different ways. So basically, <laughs> I'm going to see mine because mine's going to be quick for what if. I agree. I feel with, with you, Alex. I think that it was some good writing. Just the execution wasn't that good. Like, I was okay. Like, some episodes I really enjoyed. Like, like the Doctor Strange episode and, like, the Ultron one, the zombie one. Oh. Like, those episodes I thought were great. But then some episodes I did not, was not the biggest fan of. Like, I thought the ideas were kind of just meh. Like... Me wrong, like this was the last performance of Chadwick Boseman in the MCU. Oh yeah, rest in uh, rest in peace to Chala. Yeah, yeah and and uh, but I do agree with you on some things about about Miss Marvel's. Uh, I mean the writing. I mean the writing was a uh, was a little mishmash in a few episodes, but uh, but I did like uh, some of its elements, like how they used the uh, the time travel, how 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 it connects to the multiverse, and uh, and and. And and I really liked how they inherit Kamala's uh, heritage into the MCU, which which I like how they, which I like how Marvel Studios is really like, really pushing for a more diverse range of uh, of characters that, which is which is always a great thing if you ask me. I mean, as long as they don't like go woke, you know, you get woke, go broke. That's the one rule. Yeah, of- like don't overdo it. Yeah, I mean, as long as they don't overdo it. Then we're good. Yeah, I thought Paris that was really good. The main like, focus of that show, and tell instead of telling a great story, we'll be fine. Yes, that I agree with. But, yeah, but also, I was shocked. I was also shocked to find out about the ending scene of this Marvel, where uh, oh, yeah. where, it tur- where it turns out the Bengal swapped Kamala with spoiler alert, 
Cal Danvers, a.k.a. Captain Marvel herself. That's going to be disorienting for her because, like, because they basically set up that Kamala is Captain Marvel's biggest fan. And then space is going to be weird for Carol because then all of a sudden you're suddenly you're doing something in space. Then you get switched, you switch places with someone, and you and then you end up in a room with posters full of you everywhere. Yeah, this is going to be awkward come uh, come Ju- come July of 2023 when the Marvels drop. So, yep. And yeah, this is going to be awkward about the Marvels, but like we'll save that for another time. Yeah, we'll save that for another day. Um, moving on. Wait, no, it's time no, for our top that- five. Before no, no, it, Zach has to get his six. Okay, so actually, the Winter Soldier. Hmm, what can I say about it? I like the return of Zemo. Yep, that I agree with. Dancing, and also the fact that I knew that Sam Wilson was going to become the new Captain America, but the way he he kind of patronized the mayor, like, well, the senators, like, you got to do better. You gotta step up. I'm like, that's that's just pushing the agenda way too far for me. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay then. With that out of the way, time for our top five. Number five. I have number five, I have Hawkeye with a seven out of ten. Um, I have the Falcon and the Winter Soldier as my number five. Ooh. Hmm. What about you, Zach? Okay. Oh, for your five. Yeah. Will you look at that? I have. What if? Ooh, interesting. Really nice. Really enjoyed. Yeah. So actually, actually, uh, Zach, you wanna say why? What if you enjoyed the Doctor Strange episode, which is the best out of all of them? I agree. That and agreed upon by mostly everybody. I agree with that, and I love the "What if Ultron won?" Yeah. Ooh. But, but but the zombies it? episode. The zombies episode is its whole. That was good. That was good enough to get its own spinoff. That's gonna yeah. be its spinoff, which which will be TVMB, TVMA, TVMA. It's, oh yeah. So that's gonna be those like four episodes. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of "What If" when it came to the like the episode like with Hank Pym becoming Yellow Jacket and killing the Avengers before they can become the Avengers. Mm-hmm. I like There was, like, no setup for that. I don't know. And I saw, like, the Thor episode with Thor as an only child. Like, that that, that was so stupid. I'm like, yeah, what, and it's what, really... what the heck is this? Yeah, it's just like, okay, seriously, what the fuck is, what the fuck are they showing? Yeah, Killmonger's yeah, episode felt like a fanfic. Yeah. Like, that... As for my number five pick, which is uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, if anything, it was a it was a great show, and and I and I liked how they set up uh, Sam's journey to become Captain America, but uh, but the but the prop, yeah, I I definitely agree with you, Zach. It's uh, on uh, on how Sam said his speech to the centers. I mean, I mean, I mean, the speech could have done better. It could have been done better. For but but I, but I do but I do agree with you on some things. I'm glad that they brought Zemo back. I'm glad that they. Um, but I'm also happy. But I'm also excited with how they introduced uh, a couple characters into the MCU, like Wyatt Russell as John Walker, aka U.S. Agent, yes. and of course the. Yep, and of course the debut of Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, played by the magnificent Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yes, yeah. 
interesting if she was actually supposed to appear in Black Widow first because Black Widow was slated to come out because Black Widow was supposed to be the the first thing of Phase Four before COVID hit and delayed everything. And the unspecified virus of unknown origin. Yeah. Yeah. Let, yeah let's just so uh... they had to cut some of her dialogue from Falcon and Winter Soldier. My guess is that it mentioned Yelena. Yeah. In the Thunder. Yeah. Which speaking of Yelena, which goes to my number five, Hawkeye. So just going back to what I said when it came to like Eternals, I think that Eternals should have been a show and Hawkeye should have been a movie. I feel like I liked Hawkeye. Like I like I was a fan of it. Like I'm glad he finally got his own solo project. Which although speaking mm-hmm. of just Hawkeye, just real fact, just like also Jeremy Renner. At the time of recording this, I'm sure you've heard what's going on with Jeremy Renner in the accident he was in. Then it's a miracle. Like thank God. Like I pray that pray that you do pray that you're feeling better, man. As uh, well as. Damar Hamlin, who is showing progress of healing. Good. Two tragedies occurring like yeah, 24 hours of each other. Yeah, that was insane just to hear about. Yeah, that was horrible. And tragic at the same time. I agree. Like, yeah, got yeah. Please, like, please let please let them get better soon. I'm I'm sending my prayers uh, to both Damar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills, Bulls, and of course. Hawkeye himself, Mr. Jeremy Renner. So yes. get well soon, boys. Get well soon. I hope God is good. I like Hawkeye. It gave us the introduction of Wilson Fisk, aka the Kingpin, played by Vincent D'Onofrio from the Netflix yes. show. Yeah, I was so happy to hear that he was coming back. Like I think, but like, like it gave us the introduction to Echo, which I'm not really invested in that character. I'm gonna be honest. Like I'm gonna watch the show because it's Marvel and because Daredevil and Kingpin. But I don't know. I'm just not interested in that character. But like mm-hmm. I love the casting of Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop. We like to get some more stuff. We got learned a little bit more about Clint's time during the blip when he was the vigilante Ronin. And we got confirmation that agent I forgot what agent number it is. Agent 18, 19, I remember, is what well, Mockingbird is none other than than Laura Barton, Clint's wife. Played by Linda Carnalini. Who you may know as Velma from the James Gunn Scooby Doo films. Oh uh, yeah, Wendy or or you you also know her as the voice of Wendy of Wendy Corduroy from Gravity Falls. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And uh, anyways, um, let's move on to number four. And for my number four, I got Moon Knight. Ooh, interesting. For my number four, I actually have Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And for my number four, I have Hawkeye. Ooh. Oh, okay then. Yes. So where to start from Moon Knight? Um, first of all, great show to watch on oh, Disney Plus. Oscar Isaac kills it as Mark Spector. Uh, but or, but uh, the act. I mean, but some of the action scenes, though. I mean, uh, I think I think the CG was a was a little too over the top. But uh, oh, so so that's what kind of knocked it down a peg for me. It's uh. But I really, but I really liked how they set it up with, and especially like how they used. Uh, what was I gonna say? And and I liked how Oscar Isaac uh, used his character, like it, like in a character study since I don't know, like Iron Man or something. But uh, but but I was excited to see how they were gonna set him up because if you remember from the comics, Mark Spector has DID. Yes, dissociative identity disorder for. The- yeah, it, and and I really liked how they like how they switched it up uh, for the MCU with with Stephen being Steven with a V. Yeah, being uh being from London instead of a billionaire from the comics, 
and of course, I mean, Street, yeah. yeah, I mean, well, well, they kept Mark Spector's uh, personality as being a mercenary. The, yeah. But for the other two, uh, Stephen Grant and Jake Lockley, uh, we don't even see much of Jake. Yeah, I mean, I mean, even though we don't see much of Jake Lockley, uh, spoiler alert: if you haven't seen the finale of Moon Knight, uh, credit scene to be specific. Yeah, but I but I also like I also like the F Murray Abraham's performance as Conchu and and also Ethan fucking Hawk as the villain. Oh my god! Apparently, I also heard that because apparently for Moon Knight they planned to have cameos of one of them was going to be Dane Whitman, aka Black Knight, played by Kit Harrington because he worked at a museum in Eternals. He works at a museum in London. Stephen Grant works at a museum in London. Pretty. Mm-hmm. Pretty easy to make. Like, it was gonna be like something like where they're gonna run into each other. Like, oh hey, how are? Oh, oh how you doing? Oh, like that. They apparently had something with Kingo. Oh yeah. Or technically now Captain America and Kang. <gasps> I'm like, what? So I'm like, but yeah, Moon Knight. I freak, like like you'll hear my thoughts on Moon Knight when we get to when we get further up the list. Yeah, and about what Tommy said from before. Um, in the words of the in the words of that teacher from The Incredibles. Coincidence? I, I think, think not. not. So, so for my number four, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, honestly, I put the show a lot higher than a lot of people give it credit for. Like, I, I enjoyed it. Like, I love the banter between between like Sam and Bucky. Like, I remember as soon as it coming out of Civil War, kept, I'm like, okay, these two need to have their own buddy cop TV show because the banter would be hilarious. And that's exactly what we got. And I just love, like, it was good. Like, I like Sam's suit. I like the incorporation of the Dora Balaje and Io. Yo, like I like how they yeah, brought that, Zemo back. Yeah, that I agree with you, Tommy. That I also agree with. I like how they brought Zemo back. Like, I didn't like the villains. Like the flag smashers, like well, Carly Morgenthau. Like she had she just wasn't a good villain, in my opinion. She just like wasn't that good. Yeah. Now, like John Walker, don't get me wrong, like the character was an ass, but I liked it. Honestly, why was yeah. deserved that much hate he was getting? Like, hate the character. Like that just shows how good of a job the actor is doing. But yeah, like I liked it. Falcon oh, and uh, don't, oh, and what about that big surprise reveal about uh about uh Sharon Carter? Yes, yeah, so her being the power broker. I can't wait to see where they're gonna pay that off. My guess is either um Captain America: New World Order or Thunderbolts. But given what we've been hearing about those two movies, apparently, oh, the leader, apparently now Adamantium, Hyperion, or Sentry. I don't know when they're gonna pay off the power broker maybe they can tie that to dr doom because people are thinking maybe armor wars that's maybe because people were theorizing that the person she was calling was dr doom which okay that'd be pretty cool i mean i, I mean know. like i said I mean, it, it could also set up armor wars in some way because if you think about it don Cheadle is coming back that is true and he was in falcon and winter soldier he did cameo which and he is also going to be in secret invasion which will uh which will explain on that in our phase five episode Later episode. Our phase five predictions, to be exact. Yes. But basically, also, like, with Sam's speech to the centers, I agree. I felt like it could have been a little bit better written. Like, I liked Isaiah Bradley, and I like his son. His, well, for those of you who don't know, his grandson, Eli, is the character Patriot, who's a part of the Young Avengers. So we, mm-hmm. so could that be the possibility down the road? Possibly. But yeah, like I, I said, speech, it was pretty good. I mean, I mean, it, it was okay. I mean, I feel like like you're Captain America now. Like you are the same. Yep. And also, the, also they also introduced also Joaquin Torres, the new Falcon. 
Oh, yeah. They did say that. that yeah. He said, keep the wings. Yeah, because he's going to be in Captain America New World Order. And they confirmed he's Falcon. Ooh. Now, so, can't, wait to see, uh, can't wait to see how he pulls it off. So either way, I like this movie. It's going to be a great setup for Captain America New World Order. Not movie, the show. It's going to be a great setup for the two Phase 5 movies, Thunderbolts and Captain America New World Order. I liked it. Yep. So now, Zach, you're number four. Okay. For my number four, it's Hawkeye. And uh, thoughts on that? And my wow. thoughts on that? I've enjoyed it. Love Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop. She's been in in great stuff. She's been in great stuff recently. Oh, I agree. Spider Man into mm-hmm. Spider Verse. That's right. I forgot she was Gwen. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I wow. forgot she was Spider Gwen in that. Yeah. Yeah, actually, no, like Kevin Feige actually held out on casting and filming for Hawkeye because he wanted Haley Steinfeld to play Kate Bishop. Oh, that's right. Not to say, though, the like the what was it? I think like December, December 7th or whatever the hell it was in 2020. Because on the same day that Kate Bishop's DLC came out for the Avengers game was the day it was announced that Haley Steinfeld was playing Kate Bishop. So that was a good day for Kate Bishop. Oh, yeah. Anyways. I think it's time to move on to number three. Nice. At number, number three, three, I have WandaVision with an eight out of ten. And as Mine for me, is... I have Moon Knight. Ooh. Ah, as for me, I got Hawkeye. So so what to say for Hawkeye? Uh, uh, I'm just going to keep... I know we've uh, explained a lot of it, but I love Jeremy Renner's performance. Uh, Haley Steinfeld killed it as Kate Bishop. I was surprised that that Vincent D'Onofrio came back as the motherfucking kingpin. I'm, I was and yeah, and, and and my mind just went, "Holy shit!" That's so funny. Was that it. episode five when it was confirmed D'Onofrio is back as kingpin, and that was kingpin. Was this was this came out the same like the day before Spider Man No Way Home came out? So basically, another yeah. Spider Man villain made his debut the same week. In that week. Yeah, I I was I was shocked when this happened. Hmm. And uh but I will say to this, I'm a- I'm actually excited to see uh where this will go next for uh for Kingpin because because as we know now, given the fact that he's returning for both Echo and Daredevil Born Again, we know that he survived his uh his yeah. shot from, uh, from I, Echo. I knew they weren't gonna kill him. He's like too big of a character, no pun intended. He's too big of a character to to just 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 have in like one episode really and yeah like and it's like it's like he's the kingpin like you can't get rid of him that easily yeah like, like, the, like i'm expecting like a team up between spider-man and daredevil to take him down maybe mm-hmm. even echo i don't know but that's a discussion for another day yeah so uh zach thoughts on your number four thoughts on my number four uh right right number three pick no, sorry no, no. my thoughts on on moon knight Really yeah. enjoyed, really enjoyed Oscar Isaac's performance as Mark Spector and what was that other one? Yeah, Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. No, no, oh. the other, no, the other Oscar Isaac character. Ah, oh, Steven. Steven, yeah. For a second, I thought you were mentioning uh, the villain. I was uh, talking was about Oscar Isaac's other one, but right. gotcha. I still enjoyed Ethan Hawke too. Mm-hmm. Ten minutes left. Yep. Yep. Let's wrap it up with the top two. Wait, I haven't said yep. for WandaVision, though, for number three. So my number three, I have WandaVision. Like I said, 
great show. It had a lot of mystery of what is going on exactly at the beginning of like, okay, why are there sitcoms? Why are we it's like it was nice references. It had a lot of references like stuff like Bewitched, Isle of Lucy, Malcolm in the Middle, like uh, Brady Bunch, all stuff like that. Like it had a lot of like classic TV. It had a good mystery. Mm-hmm. I feel like the reason why also like the villain Agatha Harkness, played by Catherine Hahn, on, and we got the introduction of Speed and Wiccan, the Spectral Vision. We got to, we saw the return of of Jimmy Woo, Darcy Lewis, Monica Rambo. Like mm-hmm. I feel like where one version fell flat was because I feel like there was a lot of buildup. Also, and also just one thing I thought is that also the fake out they did with Pietro being played by Evan Peters and everything. So actually the reason why it was Evan Peters, which I'm gonna try to keep this quick because we're on a clock right now. The reason oh, why yeah. Evan Peters was cast, well, well it had to be Pietro or Ralph Boner or Fiatro, whatever the hell you want to call him. Or basically like the fake Quicksilver was because legally it had to, because his contract was still active. Because when Disney bought Fox, the contracts aren't just nullified. Like, they inherited all their assets, which means active contracts. So contractually, all the... Because the Fox universe was not done after Dark Phoenix. They had more plans for the actors and the characters. We know there was an X-23 project with Daphne Keene. We know there was a, a sequel to Dark Phoenix. That's all we know so far. Yeah. But we know there's going to be a Deadpool three happening, so yeah, anything's but but yeah, basically because because there's also a clause where if they're in their contracts where if your character isn't used, like if you're not used as the character and your contract is still valid, because because this happened to Marlon Wayans, this actor, because he was supposed to play Robin in, I think it was Batman Forever, I don't remember which Batman movie it was. I think it was Batman Forever, yeah. and he wasn't used, and now because they violated their contract, he gets paid every time Robin is using anything still to this day. And that movie Whoa. came out decades ago. So Marvel doesn't yeah. like That's why like in Multiverse of Madness, Professor X had to be Patrick Stewart because his contract probably was still active. That's also why they, right now in the next like five years, they cannot recast the X-Men from the Fox actors. Mm-hmm. So that's why it had to be Evan Peters. But yeah. also, I like, also I got caught up in the Mephisto hype with WandaVision. That I, oh, I yeah, for. same. It was, it was a valid theory to believe, but I don't know. I just like I, I let that cloud my judgment, and I felt like I'll go into the finale thinking Mephisto. Mephisto. When I saw the rooms, I thought it was Mephisto being appear, and now apparently there's rumors of him appearing in Ironheart. I'm not believing anything Mephisto related ever again until I see it. Yeah, I mean, that's not that's uh, not to get ahead of ourselves here. Anyways, Wait, number, two. number two. I got I Wandavision. A... I got Wandavision too. I got Moon Knight. Okay. Really? Yes. I but yeah, I, yeah. I'm sure Zach and I can agree with uh with, with you, Tommy, on some bits of Wandavision. I mean, I like the like uh, the TV trope aspect, and also, but uh, but in the first few episodes, I really liked how they used uh, the laugh track, and especially with some of the cast members being uh with some of the other cast members, more notably in the form of Deborah Jo Rupp, who you may know as Kitty Foreman on that '70s show. And I mean, I really like how they used the. Uh, yeah, that's going to be dropping on Netflix soon. Uh, I'm interested to see where that goes. It's actually oh. heard a rumor that she may return as her character in Agatha, Covenant Chaos. I guess we'll find out soon enough. But, uh, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, but also I really like how they used uh, Wicked and Speed in the series. And, uh, and also, uh, and, and I agree with you. It was great to see Darcy. It was great to see Jimmy. And also uh, the ending scene where, uh, where with the scroll talking to Monica about where where she's gonna go next, 
Um, I'm all about that's going to be possible setup for either the Marvels or Secret Invasion. I think Secret Invasion will see Monica in like a minor role in that, but that'll set her up. And then we'll see her in the Marvels. That's what I think they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Zach, what say you? Huh. When it comes to WandaVision, that teasers of... I love how how it teases Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Near yes. the yeah. Because this was supposed to be like the lead into it before the yeah. shuffle happened. Oh, yeah. The, the, this was way before the madness began. Well, in real life, to be exact. Yeah, before... Well, I mean, before, like, the, the Spider-Man shuffle, which we discussed last episode. Yep. But now, ladies and gentlemen, Hello, time for, for my, our number one pick. Wait, my number two. Oh, but before we do that... My number two was Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Like, I love the show. Oscar Isaac, like, you can tell he was having a good time. He's even said it was, he, he was happy. Because, like, he was, you know, the last roles he played was Poe Dameron and then um, Apocalypse for Marvel as well. And, like, he said, like, he did not like those experiences like it was good to see like i loved him playing mark steven and jake i'm excited for that i love like i love the character of layla how like they changed her to make her the scarlet scarab because in the comics her father is the scarlet scarab like this was a change i was okay with from the comics like i loved like i'm not the biggest fan when they changed the source material when the character hasn't appeared in live action yet and like agreed you but this, I was okay with. Layla completely earned it. I loved, like, Khonshu. Ethan Hawke as Arthur Harrow was amazing. I really hope this show gets a season two. It was it was amazing. It, 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 I hope it gets a season two. And also, one thing I do want to note is that this is, i say, like, the one MCU project that you could jump in at any point. Meaning from phases one to four, I mean. Because, like, you can, you can watch the show at any point because there's no real connections to the main MCU, but we know there will be. Mm-hmm. But it, it and now... And now it's time for our number one pick. Loki. And our number one pick? Loki. Probably wondering why we're sitting in the Citadel. It's Loki. Man, this show was good. The Loki Uh variants. Like, this set up so much for the multiverse saga. This is like, yeah. And plus, I remember this was actually like Mephisto done right. Because then people were theorizing the timekeepers and everything. and, And who's behind the TVA was Kang. And like, oh, yeah, there was more evidence in the form of he who remains to be exact. Yeah. Yes. Well, I will say I really liked how they use uh, the variant in in Loki and how they use the TVA for this one. And also with the time hopping and uh, yeah, pads, Mobius, Ravana Renslayer. And of course, this being the catalyst to to every to the multiverse saga. This is what split everything open like this, because I remember one thing because when watching because they confirmed Loki was coming out before Endgame came out. It was when they announced Loki. So I'm like, how is this going to work if the character's dead? Is it going to be a prequel? Because I don't want to see how this could work. Then I see Endgame. I'm like, oh, this is what they're going to do. Okay, it's this Loki. Yeah. Which I like how okay. immediately they they did. Because like the big concern I had was, oh, all the character development is gone. No, it's back because he sees his whole MCU timeline. Yep. Like and, I just, with, and with that... That's our and, rankings on the Disney Plus shows. Um, but I'm afraid we're out of time right now. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Guys, I don't know if you know this, but I think the Citadel's getting, like, really dusty up in here. I, I feel like we need to give it a little uh, little cleaning up in here. Since, probably, uh, jump, probably jump before another Kang finds us. Yeah, since uh, well, yeah. since Loki and Sylvie, like, uh, did some did some damage around here. I mean, hey, maybe we could use this uh, for office space. Maybe Kang. Who knows? We'll see maybe if Kang, Kang can come. Yeah. Majors. Maybe. 
<laughs> Who knows what's going to happen? But anyways, uh, that's going to do it for this episode of the Marvel Men Podcast. Tommy, take us out. Thank All you, right. everybody, for listening. Follow us on Instagram. You can listen to us on Spotify. We are working on branching out to other to other podcast platforms, but for now, Spotify will do. Anyway, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We are the Marvel Men coming at you from this side of the multiverse. Cat catchy in the quantum realm anytime soon, because where that's where we'll be headed next. See ya. Oh yes. See you in we'll the see quantum. See you later, realm, everybody. Yeah.